Behold the venom produced by the head of the snake. Gaze upon the fruits of its propagation of the global war machine. Commiserating its empire of destruction and misery as it slithers throughout the globe, bringing megadeth and agony to all. Beware the head of the snake. Stay vigilant, my friends. Power, ferocity, and directness describes the attack of the animal kingdom's most feared predator, the tiger, whose major weapons are his powerful forepaws and razor-sharp claws which, with a single swipe, can down a full-grown deer. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for spending your time in the Tiger's Den. We will try not to waste it. It is Friday, June 2nd, 2023 AD. I am Angry Tiger, and this is the Tiger and the Snake Financial Report. Today, ladies and gentlemen, the paper tiger of the stock market, the fake reality, the economic health of the nation that is measured that the nation is measured by, especially when it comes to presidential politics. They called it the debt ceiling, but what it really is is a debt rocket with no ceiling, adding fires to the adding fuel to the fires of inflation that are burning away the value of your time that you spent very sweat and tears all the time, the blood, sweat, and tears that you spent earning that hard-earned cash, just getting burned up. By the fires of inflation, ladies and gentlemen, I am angry about that, and so you should be as well. To move on, what we all, what else is going on tonight? We have a crazy, crazy report for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It is kind of crazy. So, a debt auction. Seriously, there's a debt auction going on. I'm sure you all want to know where it is, so you can run out and grab as much debt as humanly possible. Going once, going twice, sold. But wait a minute. As I just alluded to in a very humorous way, I hope, who's buying this debt? Is it you? Is it me? We're going to find out. That, is it a flying goat from Saturn, perhaps? The tiger is going to shake the bush, and the slime-covered, scaly vomit that is buying the debt will be exposed. Another party on Wall Street, ladies and gentlemen. We will get into that as well and tell you what is fueling that. I think you all know. We have a fake moon. Did you hear about the fake moon? I heard about the fake moon. And dig this. No pun intended. China trying to dig a hole to America? The tables have turned. Look out for flying rocks and chop suey. It's a geo-egg roll attack. So hold on, ladies and gentlemen. You've got the tiger by the tail. With us today, ladies and gentlemen, as usual, my stalwart companion, Bouncer the Ninja Hound, all duded up ready to rock and roll, rooting out the new squirrel order, major arch enemy of J.D. Hoggerfella. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. What is going on? The tiger is out of his head with the heat as it is a sultry 92 degrees here in the lower Huron Valley in the dirty glove of Michigan, where I am reporting to you on this Friday live. And I, it is a pleasure to be here. A little bit of a bumpy start, but uh, the heat got to me today, and I can tell you, I can tell you this much. I definitely, I, I find uh, myself growing fatigued, doctor. But I knew the tiger and the snake financial report was coming up, so I was like, I feel like I need to rock and roll, and it gave me a charge of energy. And here I am, uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, ready to rock and roll. I got, I got some of my espresso ready. I'm going to take a sip of that before we get going. And you know what? Um, 
I always start off with a Ron Paul deal on this, and I'm going to do that right now. I just wanted to get my introduction out of the way. I want everybody to think about where we are today, okay? While this, I play this, it's, I'm going to play, I might play the whole thing, but I'm going to play a little bit of it. It's three minutes and 29 seconds, but check it out. I'm going to, I'm going to have a sip of espresso. I want you guys to just check this out and, and let me know what you think, you know, if, if you want in the comments, you know, of how prophetic is this? And this is just knowing about the central bank. This is why I, I'm on the central banks. If you learn about the central banks, you'll be able to read the tea leaves with politics and other things and geopolitics and all the great stuff everyone's interested about, all the mysteries, you know, you know, uh, the the uh, mundane mysteries of, of the, the the men who plan like mice and, and we're trapped in their, their horrifying plans here. It's a house of horrors. But check out Ron Paul, a bright ray of light of liberty to lead us through the house of horrors. Madam Speaker, I have a few questions for my uh, colleagues. What if our foreign policy of the past century is deeply flawed and has not served our national security interests? What if we wake up one day and realize that the terrorist threat is a predictable consequence of our meddling in the affairs of others and has nothing to do with us being free and prosperous? What if propping up regime, repressive regimes in the Middle East endangers both the United States and Israel? What if occupying countries like Iraq and Afghanistan and bombing Pakistan is directly related to the hatred directed toward us? What if someday it dawns on us that losing over 5,000 American military personnel in the Middle East since 9-11 is not a fair trade-off for the loss of nearly 3,000 American citizens, no matter how many Iraqi, Pakistani, and Afghan people are killed or displaced. What if we finally decide that torture, even if called enhanced interrogation technique, is self-destructive and produces no useful information and that contracting it out to a third world nation is just as evil? What if it is finally realized that war and military spending is always destructive to the economy? What if all wartime spending is paid for through the deceitful and evil process of inflating and borrowing? What if we finally see that wartime conditions always undermine personal liberty? What if conservatives who preach small government wake up and realize that our interventionist foreign policy provides the greatest incentive to expand the government? What if conservatives understood once again that their only logical position is military intervention and managing an empire throughout the world? What if the American people woke up and understood that the official reasons for going to war are almost always based on lies and promoted by war propaganda in order to serve special interests? What if we as a nation came to realize that the quest for empire eventually destroys all great nations? What if Obama has no intention of leaving Iraq? What if a military draft is being planned for for the wars that will spread if our foreign policy is not changed? What if the American people learn the truth? that our foreign policy has nothing to do with national security, that it never changes from one administration to the next? What if war in preparation for war is a racket serving the special interests? What if President Obama is completely wrong about Afghanistan and it turns out worse than Iraq and Vietnam put together?
What if Christianity actually teaches peace and not preventive wars of aggression? What if diplomacy is found to be superior to bombs and bribes in protecting America? What happens if my concerns are completely unfounded? Nothing. But what happens if my concerns are justified and ignored? Nothing good. And I yield back the balance of my time. Wow, what a soothsayer, eh? I, you know, that, yeah, I listened to that guy, you know, when he talked and, you know, I'll tell you what, he definitely uh, could tell the future. I mean, you know, what, what he, the inflation, it's what he was talking about. I, I don't know if people realize this, and this is, this really irritates me when it comes to politics. You know, what he was talking about was basically um, the debt that he was talking about that we were incurring back then. That is part of what is creating this inflation, a huge part, a huge part. And the money that we spent during the pandemic is another big part. That kind of, I think, I think, again, as a student of, 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 of Ludwig van Mises in the Austrian school of thought, I believe that when you print that much money and then, you, you, you know, we had this black swan event, which really wasn't a black swan event, but, it, you know, economically it was, right? So economically, we have a black swan event, which was really a scandemic operation, right? You know, that that happened. And so we have this black swan event and that triggered this inflation. It made it happen faster. Okay, so now it's catching up. And this guy was taught, I think that was a 2012 speech, maybe. It was close to when he was out of getting out of Congress. But that debt, is part of the inflation now. And I listen to the Republicans try to blame all the inflation on, on Biden. And then I listen to the, the Democrats try to blame the inflation on Trump. And I'm like, the people are being fooled because that's what you hear on CNN. That's what you're going to hear on Fox news or OAN or any of that. I, I seen what new I was watching. I think it was Newsmax or something like that on one of the cable stations. I'm like, you know, Oh my goodness, this is like, straight up red meat propaganda you know who owns this lockheed martin you know i mean it was it was it was just amazing the stark contrast of of the brainwashing going on i was i was i was over someplace you know somewhere last night and the regular news was on the nightly news abc or nbc one of those one of those propaganda machines and it was i was listening to what they were saying and they were reporting on on some stuff but just the spin was there. The, the, it was at a very low level of information. It wasn't even working man's English like we try to speak here on the Tiger's Den. You know, I try to break down complicated economic, uh, you know, situations and term, terminology and stuff for you guys in working man's English, you know, because I'd like that someone to do that for myself and there's no one. So here I am, you know. <laughs> so basically, I, you know, I, you know, I have people that I watch. I have, I have terms that I look up. I, I study the markets. I I, I wish I was, uh, you know, had a bunch of money to play with, but you know, that's, that's not the case, but i um, not right now. I wouldn't do that, but uh, you know, it, you know, with the amount of stuff that I've learned in the past, you know, 10 or 12 years of studying central banking, boy, I have a good tool bag to enter and, you know, a market and kind of be able to read the tea leaves. And I want you guys to be able to do that because another reason we do the tiger and snake financial report and, and the reason I explained some stuff lately, because we're on a new platform, TMP, want to thank you guys for welcoming, uh, you know, the Tigers then, you know, with open arms. 
you know, and uh, you guys do great work over there. I was listening to the uh, podcast this morning at, uh, I believe it started at 11 Eastern time on Fridays. And uh, it was, it was fabulous. Yeah. Six made some good points, which I'm going to, I'm going to get to here in a little bit um, as we get into the the broadcast. But um, I just want to say, you know, the people are being fed both, you know, nonsense, total nonsense. They're not living in reality. One of the, the, the sub, the sub, uh, topics of this is, you know, the compound topic is, is fake reality because the market, the stock market is completely detached from reality. And I'm going to show you why, because I have the numbers here, right? The numbers don't lie. And these are the feds numbers. These are the numbers they go by. So it's not like angry tiger. Oh, angry tiger. Some fine. I'm not a financial advisor. There is no financial advice. Look, I'm wearing crazy shirts like this. You like that? I like it. Um, and you know, I have tattoos and I work on cars. Look, I have calluses because I work. So I am not a financial advisor. And that's very plain to see. Um, and people who know me will tell you he is not a financial advisor. But I know a lot about the markets. I know a lot about central banking. You know, I know a little bit about crypto and I know a fair amount about, you know, hard commodities. So with that being said, I like to get up here and I like to pull the you know, the emperor has no clothes. And I just like to show you that in this vein. So um, that's just an explanation. And if you're in the market, a warning signs, you know, the MMRI, Gregory Manorino does great work. And he's got this thing called the MMRI. If you Google it, you can find it. Look at that. When that thing goes up high, you get, watch your money. You know, you know, it's, if I had money in the stock market and I seen that thing go above 250, I'd yank my money out. And, and you can, if you want, I'll, I'll explain it to you. I'll, I've explained it many times. It's watching the 10-year yield. The debt market is the key to the stock market. That is what will collapse it. That is that is the next bubble. That is the hugest bubble. That is the bubble that encompasses the world, the whole world, because all the central banks do the same thing. They print money because the Leviathan governments, like Six was alluding to, the multinational corporations, we are living in almost a fat, the globally, a fascist, a real fascist, this nonsense, Mussolini fascism, Mega corporations, multinational mega corporations, central banks, and governments all in an incestuous relationship. And six broke it down today. Like how you, when you, anything you do, even, you know, and this, you're not picking on people. You have to have something. People have a 401k, but you're unwittingly contributing to this monster that's destroying us and, and, and it's destroying the future. So, when that's going on, you gotta, you know, you gotta put things in perspective. And I'm not telling people, oh, get rid of your. That's not it. It's just, it's, it's the web. It's like, it's like fungal mycelium, right? Okay, it's everywhere. It's in the ground, everywhere. It's whether or not it's going to expose itself. The conditioning, conditions, all kinds of different things, you know, uh, will will dictate whether or not it 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 you know presents what it you know is the term I'm going to use, right? So. When, when I'm mushroom hunting, there's a host tree, and at a certain time of the year, when the ground temperature is right, the humidity is right, you know, and the, and the ambient temperature is right, the mycelium will present itself, and the host tree is right at the right time for the host tree. The mycelium will present itself, right? And But it's a web. It's web-like. If you look at mycelium under a microscope, it's web-like. So if you could see the mycelium in the forest, it'd be everywhere. It's entrenched, all kind of different mycelium, all wound up in together. And that's how the central bank is with everything. And that's what, when I was listening to Six, it really got concrete into my head. How can I explain the central banking, you know, disease, pestilence, um, I, you know, uh, parasitic 
how, how, how can I describe how heavy duty that is? That's how heavy that like mycelium in a forest floor. That's how heavy duty it is. It is intertwined, intertangled into every aspect of your life. They're even trying to get it intertangled into what we eat, what we drink and how we breathe. So, I mean, it's already, you can't, you know, you can't walk around here proud at ego. Oh, I'm boycotting Target. And I liked how they talked about that. I do boycott a lot of places where I try not to go there. Right. You know, and, and, you know, it's not a sin if you do, but I mean, it's the world we live in. You're forced to live in this world. So I'm not like, oh, you should be high and mighty and oh, look at, you know, and and you do this and you do that, or you don't, you do what you got to do to survive. Right. And if you got to, if you have to, if Target's the only store within a 40 mile radius, you might have to go to Target because you don't have the gas money to drive all the way. So, you know, you're not going to survive that way. Right. So whatever you got to do, whatever. But, but the point is, is that no matter what you do, if you're in this system, you're supporting it. I am, you are, even if you don't file taxes, you're black, what they call black money or underground, right. Or dark, right. You know, off grid. You're still, you know, economically, you're still supporting the system. So with that in mind, what do you do? What are we going to do? Are we going to run away? I mean, it'd be nice to go off grid, but if they really want to, they can find us, you know, and jam us into the death camp cities that they're building. What can we do, you know, except try to be, build our own communities and try to like have enough of our own communities and maybe spread this word enough to where the people wake up and the communities that we build are, are popular or they build similar communities and there's, a, you know, something similar going on. You can't give up hope though, because I hate reporting all the stuff I'm about to report. And I got a 17 minute monologue going on here because a six, six inspired me, you know, today with his uh, reporting. Got to say that was great. But um, that web, that mycelium, it's into everything we do. That's how bad this is. Like worse than, it's like a cancer, a terminal cancer. You know, you know, I guess I hate to compare it to mycelium because mycelium is a good thing. But that is the visual that I got you know, so thick and just ingrained in everything. So with that being said, let's get right to it. We're going to get right to it and put the pedal to the metal and Tiger likes the metal, believe me. So the debt clock, we're only 31 trillion, (laughs) 31 trillion. Again, we can't imagine that. 1 trillion is hard to wrap your mind around. I, you know, I could give you examples. I think it'd be $1 trillion goes to like, you know, uh, you know, Colin Powell's uh, Uranus or something like that, all the way to Uranus. I'm not sure, but I think uh, it's a lot. So we're at 31 trillion. No big deal. That's no big deal. And who are we in debt to? We're in debt to a couple of countries, people who hold our U.S. bonds. Okay, which we're going to get into, and the Federal Reserve. And guess what? <laughs> the Federal Reserve and the central banks of the world. Because they've been doing this forever, if you look at the history, they have a wonderful scam going on. The con of all cons, not only are we in debt to them, but they're allowed to be in debt to ourselves, their selves. <laughs> Did you hear what I just said? The Federal Reserve is allowed to be in debt to themselves when the U.S. government gives them permission, which is just what happened with the debt ceiling. Nobody understands Fox News, Neil Cavuto stuffing the eclairs in his ears, up his nose, and his mouth ain't telling you about the debt ceilings, okay, and how it works and the baseline budgeting and how that's 10 years out that they're talking about, okay? I'm getting my my heart's pounding. I don't want to have a medical emergency on air. So I'm just going to try to calm down a little bit because I get irritated because they 
convolute and use words like deteriorate liquidity and you know all this other crap and they and and they people don't understand what the hell they're talking about even when they think they understand you got people who have gone to college who have have educations okay who are supposed to be way smarter than me all right i am not no, no one's special all right but this 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 particular line of crap that they feed us because the economy is what we live and die by. This, these stupid dollars is what takes us away from the real life, the reality that we should be having with the people that we love surviving either way. You've got, listen, ladies and gentlemen, real quick, I'm going to go on a tirade and, and it's important because this is for many different people I've noticed in my life and, and, and all around, we are not focusing on what's important because we are, if you read my 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 Substack article on time and how it's a valuable commodity, we are not focusing on what's important on purpose that's being done to us. Okay, we have to, the this is the real deal. We have to survive. If you take all of society away and the monetary system away and this whole industrialized postmodern hellhole that we've been forced to live in away, okay, take that away for a minute. What what we would be forced to survive. And as human beings, we would do that in families and small clans and small communities, okay? and Or even just a, a big family, okay? That's how it works. If you look at history until up to postmodernism, all right, which is the industrialized revolution starting around in the, in the, in the 1900s, really in full swing, mid-1900s, if you, you really want to get technical, okay? So once that started, the surviving together became a different game. Now we still have to survive together. Only the game is so hard and it's so, it's so, it's not, it's, it's hard. It's challenging. It's, but it's so detached from what we're supposed to be doing. It's so not real. It's so fake. We have a good example is beautiful women. We have without makeup. I love this because women are beautiful without makeup. Okay. And they don't get it. And then they put all this clown shit on their face. A lot of them that I know. Okay. You don't need makeup to be pretty. That's just my opinion. But society has pounded it into their heads, their mother's heads, their grandmother's heads. They pounded into their heads. They got to put this clown shit on their face. And I'm not saying women who wear makeup or look like that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, is that that's pounded into their, their image. And that's not it. They're beautiful. They're not only beautiful for the way they look naturally, but for the things that are inside of them and how they act and, and, and how they work and how nature has you know everything is provided in 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 their package to nurture and that is the beauty and that has been taken from them now the beauty is how big their tatas are what does their butt look like how how much you know what kind of makeup do they use how long is their hair what color is their hair what you know and we we're, we're identifying them we're, we're, we we and that's that's just one side i'm not going to get into this big moral thing but that's just an example of the fakeness now you have, we have a fakeness that we're a fake standard. That's crap. It's not even healthy for us that we are living by. This is just one example. Okay. And we're losing time trying to live up to this standard. We're losing the value of what is really the, what, what's, what, what, what that standard buries is the real beauty, the nurturing, all that, because now you're just looking at the, the edifice, the face of everything. Okay. Which is, 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 can be fake. Okay, inside is what's real. This body deteriorates. It is kind of fake if you think about it because it's going to turn to dust one day. All right, it's what's in you and your soul that carries on that's going to get you and going. And that's that's what's inside of you. It's the sparks that make you go. And they've taken that from 
from us. And that's just one example. And the fake stock market, okay, over the fake debt ceiling and the fake con game that they're playing on us enrages me. It just, it makes me, it's, it, I, I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, I'm a real person. That's why I'm not up here. And I don't, I don't have all these pretty words and I get frustrated. I got to go blah because I'm so pissed off and angry about it. When I get into it and think about it, that I, 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 this happens. I haven't, you know, I trip up on my words. So let's get rolling again. Let's let me focus 24 minutes in again, the pedal to the metal. Yes. Did you check out the new overkill album? It's pretty good. I, I had to grow on me a little bit as I get older. I, you know, I got, I have to let things grow on me, but so the house pass, <laughs> passes uh, the debt limit bill and by artisan vote to avert default. Now this is from the New York times. And something that I noted about this article is Every now and then, you know, these mainstream publications will tell a bit of truth, okay? And it's very interesting. What is that? Is that a missile going into the, the uh, Pentagon? Oh, no, it's probably some ad for something. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> did I say that on TV? <laughs> anyway, the, um, the debt ceiling, that New York Times, this is what they said about it. The bill would defer the federal debt limit. Do you hear, listen to the words that I'm saying, defer. The bill would defer, in other words, the bill will delay the be- the debt limit for two years. In other words, no debt limit. Do you hear what I'm saying? Zero debt limit for two years, allowing the government, and I'm not just pulling this out of my, you know, my rear end, my patoot, or my silver horn. Okay, again, I'm going to read that. I get excited while I'm going. I'm sorry. I want to point this crap out to you. I just, I'm not going to break the whole article down. The bill would defer the federal debt limit for two years, allowing the government to borrow, listen to the next word, unlimited, 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 unlimited sums as necessary to pay its obligations while imposing two years of spending caps and a string of policy changes that Republicans demanded in exchange for allowing the country to avoid a disastrous default. My head is spinning. Unlimited. Unlimited sums, unlimited, unlimited. So I, so what's funny is while imposing two years of spending caps. So for two years, you can spend unlimited. But don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, don't worry, citizenry. Good citizenry, a good citizenry listens to his, his, you know, his politician, you know, because they are royalty. Don't worry, citizenry. Great, great grandchildren into, you know, into hell's hounds corridor. You know, that they're going to put cat spending limits in two years after they spend unlimited sums. And do you think for five seconds, do you think that, again, I'm just an auto body guy, independent business guy that has that, that, that's angry and has this crazy podcast. Okay. But I think that might be inflationary folks. Don't you shh, shh, shh. don't use the I word. Printing more money, unlimited sums of money. Do you get the, it's the, and and this is the thing. I get upset when I read this in print, but this is the game that they play. They've been doing this forever, printing unlimited sums of money. Because when you base, when you do baseline budgeting, it's all fantasy. It's like fantasy football. You're building up a huge fantasy football team. It's insane. Unbelievable. So I just wanted to, Wanted to point that out about the debt ceiling and point that out that, you know, the New York Times actually pointed out a little bit of, of, of truth, you know, and 
Of course, they're taking a whack at the Republicans, which the tribalism, it does not matter anymore. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of the, the right and the left. We live in a country where when Trump was president, our country on its face in the world doesn't have the enough dignity not to make fun of their presidents on a level that is ridiculous, right? I mean, we have we make our presidents on purpose, each political party, look like bumbling fools around the world. And then you listen to Xi talk, and you listen to Putin talk, the two big demons from hell, right? Or you could even listen to some guy from, you know, the guy from Africa or uh, Iran talk, okay? Or some other foreign country talk. They are much more, uh, I, I would say they are more eloquent. They have more, their, uh, their vocabulary and somatical lexicons are, are much more complicated, all right? And they sound a lot better. They don't sound like bumbling idiots because they don't, they're the citizens of their country, whether they agree with them or not, are not going to point out every single little thing they do wrong. And I, I, it's probably out of fear. You're going to say angry. I get it. And yes, we can make fun of these people. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that we're such a clown show because we've allowed ourselves to deteriorate in a moral sense and in an intellectual sense, we've been fooled, chasing the dollar, chasing the physical goods. The physical goods can be burned to us crisp. They are gone forever, okay? You are going to die. You're not taking those things with you, okay? There are treasures in this world, like I say all the time, that you make those your treasures. Make I, I, And I am not the only one. I need to do that myself. There are things that I cherish in this world. And there's nothing wrong with that. You should cherish things and the things that you work hard for or aspire to get. Okay. But those are just physical things. And I understand the attachment to those things, but make your attachment. If you have a strong attachment to something that's not, that's physical, make sure that your attachment to something that's non-physical, like a relationship with a loved one or a relationship with God or nature okay, or an animal even, your dog or your cat is more important than that relationship with that physical thing or a community, okay, or, 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 or improving yourself or something to improve other people. Because remember, as you improve yourself, others around you will improve. But anyways, back to where, where I was at. So um, that is, uh, that's that. Back, back to where we were going. We just covered... Uh, so, yep, the debt clock. Um, and another thing, what, what that debt ceiling uh, raising does, look what it did. It caused the party on Wall Street. The Dow was up. I The bell is closed by now. I think, you know, yeah, okay, they're closed. Now, we're going to look at it. But last time I looked, around 1231 o'clock, the Dow was up 600 points because of this debt ceiling deal. All right, they love this. They love this. Money's going in. Okay, that's all that means. But we have something else going on. This is very interesting. In a desperate bid for cash, our treasury, the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve, remember, we have the royalty. Print the money. We've been around for years and centuries in all civilizations. In desperate bid for cash, the treasury is auctioning one-day bills. So they're auctioning debt. That's basically, I mean, I'm not going to get into the complication story of what a one-day bill is. It's nonsense. It's a debt. It's debt. And they're auctioning them away because they claim they're short on, on cash because it took so long for the debt ceiling to raise, uh, to get risen. Okay. For the first time since 2007, the debt 
The department is set to auction $15 billion worth of one-day cash management bills on Friday that will be issued on June 5th. This comes as the Treasury cash balances hover around. Now, if you think this number is real, I've got a bridge to sell you. Get a hold of me on Twitter, please. $37 billion, the lowest level since 2017. Since the debt ceiling was initially breached in January, the Treasury hasn't been able. Listen to my words. The Treasury hasn't been able. I need to hold on. I need to catch my breath because this, 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 this irritates me. The Treasury hasn't been able to borrow more money to pay its bills. What bills does the Treasury have, number one? <laughs> if lawmakers don't raise the debt ceiling by June 5th, the Treasury is poised to run out of funds to meet its full obligations. Janet Yellett warned. Ladies and gentlemen, the debt market is a gigantic black hole with acid dripping teeth covered with slime and it is a pit an endless pit that when it the it finally opens up and everything starts falling into it the the economies of the world and the world the people are going to cry on their knees it's going to be devastating the markets will collapse they will collapse because all and inflation will go insane because all of this money, this debt, will be reappropriated back to where it came from and hyperinflation will ensue. That is how this all works, ladies and gentlemen. And that is not good. So I just wanted to show you that they needed they needed some money. So they had to they had to sell $15 billion with the debt. They're auctioning it. So don't miss the auction. Hurry up and go buy some debt. Okay. Back to the stock market party. Dow Dow jumped 700 points. When did I pick this up? Seven minutes ago, so that was probably at around, I would say, maybe 3.45. So seven minutes ago at 3.45, which I, I'm not going to try to figure that out, the Dow jumped 700 points. So, yeah, it was. it's up. I wonder what it closed. We'll find out what it closed out at, and I'm going to check comments in a minute. I'm doing good. We're doing good on time. So, yeah, the party, because they, the money is coming from the debt ceiling bill. Like I said, the incestuous relationship. The Treasury, the Federal Reserve, the Central Bank, which creates reasons for itself to exist, like a Leviathan government, pestilence and disease, okay, like giant operations that include pestilence and disease, and the government having to create money and borrow money, or have the, them create money to borrow for the government to fight the disease, to fight the war, to fight the fear, whatever fear invention they have going on next, okay? That's what the, that's what the Central Bank exists for, okay? So you got the big government. You got the, the war machine, the, the, the medical industrial complex, all right? All those things are created for the existence of the central banks because the central banks have to borrow money to the governments to fund these things, okay? That's part A. Part B, multinational and megacorps, all right? They're involved in this. The trough of corruption is filled and the garbage eaters run to the trough of corruption. Okay, and the politicians are included with the government. Okay, so we have all them. Then the megacorps come and they feed from the trough of corruption and they push social engineering agendas. Okay, like Target and Bud Light as an example, or or kill kill all Muslims as another example. Back in the back in the nine eleven times, using a crisis to create hate and war 
more more war propaganda, the death machine as it spreads and propagates its mega death across the world. The central bank, ladies and gentlemen, the central bank, not 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 stupid coin man. All right. It's not coin man. He's a puppet. He's a distraction. It's not. Chess. It's the central banking cartel who has been in charge of the world for several, several, several centuries since in France, since the early 1200s, early mid 1300s. They have been doing the same thing over and over again. And as we plunge into oblivion, we look at the politics and it just keeps rolling and rolling and the game, the games just keep going and the people are mesmerized. And it's just, oh, heavens to, heavens to Murgatroyd. Oh, I need some, I need a, a sip of a, a sip of coffee here. That'll calm me down. That'll be good. A sip of coffee will always calm me down. Let me check the chat real quick. I need to relax a little bit. I'm getting all upset. Hey, Vince Agnelli, Uncle Vinny, what's going on, brother? Okay. Holy mackerel. Who do I got? I got Pat. What's going on, brother? OP, what's happening? Rhonda Tate, what is happening? Who else do we have in here? More OP. We got Uncle Vince. You are the man. Uncle Vince and his book, The Public Wheel and You. Check it out. The keys to the kingdom. We need to start over. That one's for you, Uncle Vinny. All right. What, who else do we got? Chris Graves, the mastodon of researches. He is the man. And more. Well, you guys are busy in the chat. I love it. You guys are all talking. <laughs> Today's Friday. Okay. Anyway, so um, I'm going to click over to Rumble really quick on the prisoners platform. Who do we got? Number six. What's going on? Kind of quiet over there, but middle of the day on a Friday, I don't expect a lot of people to uh, to be doing things like checking out podcasts. I, I would like to be laying in the sun like a lizard right now, but it's not happening. Anyway, we're going back to the Federal Reserve and what's going on with the Fed. We have some Federal Reserve news. And here we go. This is not the Federal Reserve News I want to tell you, though. The Beige Book, ladies and gentlemen. I explained what the Beige Book is. Uh, it's the Beige Book. But I've explained it on one of my podcasts here. And it's uh, they kind of point out things that they don't like in the Beige Book. And today, when I looked at what they were reporting in the Beige Book, okay. it's eight, Okay, I like this because this, this, this breaks it down that bad. So... The Federal Reserve's May Beige Book provides a, a, qual, a qualitative assessment of economic conditions across various Federal Reserve districts, okay? So, in other words, they take a smattering of this and a smattering of that from their districts, like, you know, they'll check out the 6th district, they'll check out the 10th district, the 8th district, those different parts of the country, right? And then they... they all these places collect data in their district on what's going on with the economy, things like, you know, the, you know, what do we report on here? We report on the price indexes, the PMI, the PRI, the, all, all the index pricing, the ISM, you know, all that kind of good stuff, the INX. So anyways, all the acronyms all that could confuse you and befool you, but not here on the tiger's den. We will break them down into working man's English, I promise. So it's published eight times a year. All right, and gather surveys and interviews with a wide range of contacts, including companies, community organizations, economists, and market experts. Okay, 
So what's going on is it's changed. They, they released it, all right, and the S&P 500, the ETF trust, attempting a slight rebound. They're saying that the S&P 500 in general is rebounding, okay, because they look at it over a certain amount of time, usually by the quarter. What sets the beige book apart is its ability to capture information that might not be reflected in existing economic statistics. This makes it a valuable supplementary source of information for the Federal Open Market Committee to assess the outlook and make decisions regarding monetary policy because the central banks run the world. Just wanted to let you know that. I don't know if you've been hearing that from anybody, but anybody who says that, they're, they're leading you down the right path. Take Angry Tiger's word for it. So three takeaways from the beige book. Now, I read this article. It is from Bazinga. They're all over the place. They have all kinds of different writers. I don't see a lot of censorship out of them because they do let some Austrian economists write. So I don't mind them too much, but I'd seen this a little bit. This is the main thing I wanted to point out. Frank commercial real estate feel the crisis. All right. So basically what they're saying in here is the transportation services industry experienced significant disruptions. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I, I just, I'm new. So I need to point this kind of stuff out. I reported on a transportation slowdown a couple of weeks ago in a Tiger and Snake financial report. I, I was worried about it. I said, it worries me. I also reported last week that, it, you know, there's some unemployment numbers that were disturbing in China, which means production. The economies are contracting worldwide because there's a slowdown because the the load bearing economies of the world and the Western hemisphere who buy all of the goods are starting to feel the pressure of inflation worldwide. It is plain to see these tea leaves are very easy to read. All you have to do is, you know, think in an Austrian economics way and, and watch this stuff a little bit. Check out Angry Tiger. OK, and other people who podcast who know about this stuff. And we'll, we'll, you know, you'll be able to tell when the bad things are happening. And that's what I want. I want you guys to be ready for this spiritually, mentally, and physically. Okay. So like I was saying, you know, and, and I alluded to a couple of weeks ago, freight, okay, is feeling the crisis. And as Gerald Salente, Gregory Manorino, David Knight, Tony Arterburn, and everybody else has been pointing out, and as well as myself, commercial real estate is in a crisis. Okay. So they're feeling, they're in crisis, according to the Fed. Inflation continues to rise at a slower rate, they say, and the labor marketing is tightening, which leads me to this, okay? We had a jobs report. That's another thing that where, you know, Wall Street is partying right now. That's why they're up 600 points. Jobs report was high. That's all bullcrap lies. There's two reasons for that. Number one, I'd like you to know, remember when I told you they revised the jobs reports? They revised all of the reports. All the reports I read to you? Okay, I'm going to read you where am I at. Where's the report that I was going to read you earlier? Here, I've got something. It's great. The PMI and the ISM, manufacturing report, okay? This is all their information. All this stuff, they revise it. And it's always worse than it was before when they report it. Okay, so we're it's campaign season. So Biden, you know, has to look good. So the jobs reports are going to be skewed to his favor, as it would be in any president's favor, whoever's in office, because the fake show must go on. The puppet show must go on. So that's what's going on right now. All right. So the job reports. But listen, people are taking more jobs to survive. Number one, so they can keep living the lifestyle that they, they need to live. They're doing that and they're, they're, they're using credit. They're taking that credit. And I told you, it looks like a helping hand. It's not. They're offering everyone credit, including me. It's not. 
It's a double barrel shotgun meant to blow your financial head off because what they want is to destroy the middle class. They want to destroy the middle class. They don't want to destroy the poor. This is what they want to do to us. This is what they are going to do to us if we don't inform and intellectually non-kinetically fight this. We are going to die. That's what they want. We are going to die if we don't stand up, get that fire going, stoke the fire. You will have pride in yourself when you stand up and live in a manner and act in a way in which you believe to be true and stand on your principles and your beliefs. We got to spread the word, ladies and gentlemen, spread the word and help out all the DIY people. They're, they're working their, their, their butts off here for you guys, everybody. I know all these guys. They're working their tails off to bring you this information. And I, you know, I want to tip my hat off to everybody. You know, the Knights of the Storm with the you know, number, the TNP, the whole TNP crew. Okay. You got, you know, Tony Arterburn, David Knight. All right. Chris Graves on all his shows and part of the TNP crew there. You know, all these guys, more anybody on occult priestess, a lot of these people, you know, we are telling you guys stuff way before even InfoWars or anybody else. And I'm not trying to mimic Alex Jones. It's happening way before these other people are we're catching stuff way before they are and i, I just want to tip my hat off to everybody because you guys are doing a great job and you know you got you know i'm giving credit where credit is due and that, that's all i have to say but back to where i was going so that's why the jobs report is so high you know we're, that's where we're at payroll report came in higher well of course it did because there's a high there's a hiring boost because it's summertime and the jobs report's higher because people are working more or taking on part-time jobs and you got summertime hiring of the teenagers. That happens every year. See if we got any new comments up here that I can just pop up. What do we got here? We're going to get there. Someone will say something smart in the chat sooner or later, and I'll put it up there. You like that, Tiger? <laughs> They're having fun in there. See, and that's another thing. Why? Because we have a community. These people talk to each other, right? Because they're all genuine. Every person in that chat, they don't talk behind each other's backs. They don't make stuff up about each other. They're, you know, they talk about stuff they're interested in. They care about each other. You know, they ask how each other are doing. You know, they've been around each other, you know, for a long time. And it's it's, it's a great thing to see the community. You know, when you see your viewers and who they are and the smarts that they have and that they're genuine people, that's who you, you know, you give your time to people like that when you meet them. You don't give your time to people. When you see someone who's acting in a childish manner or they're a snake in the grass, you can't trust them or they're, you know, they don't have, they don't have anything to offer. That means that they're spiritually lost. They're mentally lost and they need help and they need prayer. And that's what they can offer you. But if they don't have anything to offer you in, a, in any other way, pray for them because then that helps your spirit and hopefully it'll help them. You know, it's this disdain, man. It's, it, you know, I try to not hold on to that. I try to not hold on to the negative. You know, you got to try to release it. You got to try to look at things from other people's perspective and give them some understanding, even if they're the worst of us, you know, especially if you're of the Christian faith. That, isn't that what it's all about? Isn't, isn't that what it's all about? So anyways, I digress. U.S. stocks turn higher as ISM manufacturing and PMI drops in May. What's, what's that you say, Angry Tiger? Will you please speak of the English? I'm going to speak in English right now. In working man's English, what are we talking about? The ISM Manufacturing PMI Index. So <laughs> what that is basically is, is um, it's the demand for how much stuff 
for manufacturing is, okay? And it's the measuring of how much stuff is actually going out. Okay, so it's those two things kind of blended together, and they get this formula that they call this fancy name, all right, the ISM Manufacturing PMI Index, okay? And this is how this works, okay? This is all we need to know. This is how this thing works, okay? Anything below 50 is considered contracting or shrinking, or shrinkage, okay? They, we have been, they were expecting around 47%. That's where we were at. That's below 50. And I've, you know, we've been telling you that Austrian economics have been watching the the the, the money velocity index, the M2 index. If you're watching that, you know that the economy was shrinking before COVID. Pause, grew a little bit, made up for the shrinking, did not expedite though, did not go past the shrinkage. So it just ratcheted back up to 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 even, right? And now it's shrinking again. Okay. So the money supply, the velocity index, how fast it's moving, which of course, when that happens, the transportation, which we reported on, you see how all this stuff works? It all links together. The transportation, uh, you know, people moving goods around is in crisis, is shrinking, like we just reported on and we reported on a few weeks ago. People have been reporting on that, okay? The goods moving from China are shrinking, okay? That's because everything is contracting because the load-bearing economies of the Western world are not spending because they're central banks, the inflation is burning and ruining everybody's life and making things impossible to do and things way too expensive. The average median income in the United States is around $37,000. The average median price of a house is $454,000. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. The American dream, you know what that means? Is gone. It's gone. They destroyed it. There's nothing to preserve we need to peacefully start this crap over. I mean, think about that. That means that my grandson has to make an astronaut. That means he has no American dream. I'm not going to get into it. That's what that means. That's crap. Anyways, I, moving forward. So the ISM manufacturing PMI came in, okay, at 46.9%. So this is, has been in a nine-month decline, okay? It's been this way it's in, for nine months, below 50%. Does that sound like a healthy economy to you? But you will hear them tell you the economy is okay. And you'll hear Mummy Man get up there and tell you that everything's okay. And that is so much crap. There's so much bull crap, like I said last week. It was about manure. There's so much manure, and what we do here on the Tiger's Den, with the help of all of you, we have the eye of the tiger, right? Okay, you keep that sharp. You keep it on the snake-headed gypsy tin benders, dog robbers at the Federal Reserve, okay, and their cauldron of hell, of mercury, of financial ruin, of global debt enslavement, of CBDC, of social engineering, of war pestilence, and the megadeath that they cause globally and have ever since their existence. What we do on the Tigers, then, is cut through the manure. We... Yes, we chop through all that bullshit. That's what we do. Anyway, I'm getting excited. So moving on. Where, what's next here? Where were we? Well, let's move on to the Fed a little bit more. So the so, so the Fed, we're going to blast through this here. Oh, we're getting, we're getting long in the tooth. Can I do it in 10 minutes? Let's try to do it in 10 minutes. On to the Fed. All right. No, this is a CBDC deal. Real quick on the ending in the Fed. All right. 
So during the banking crisis, um, this is big news. This was just breaking as I was I was doing show notes here. The logs, the logs, you know, from the Federal Reserve, you know, you know, the, and Mr. Powell. Okay. I, anyway, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Logs show Fed's Powell in a whirlwind of meetings during March banking turmoil. So during the banking turmoil with SVB and all that, of course, of course, this guy, of course, the puppet master here, okay, in the Federal Reserve, at least. You know what? I wonder what he knows. I would love to know what Powell knows about the cabal of banking. He probably just knows, you know, I, these people pay me well. I do what they say, and I don't care about anything else because, I, you know, I'm swimming in the trough of corruption. I am a garbage eater. I'm not saying that he eats garbage. He might. These are all pontifications, and I, I'm not sure. But it's just conjecture on my part, supposedly and allegedly. How about those words so I don't get in trouble? But anyway, so no kidding. Of course, he was running around with a chicken, like a chicken with his head cut off because the regulators, as I pointed out when all this was going on, the regulators suck. They act like they didn't know this was happening. They knew this was happening because they're consolidating. They're consolidating everything because that's what central banks do. They're getting ready to switch the currency. The hegemony of the dollar is devastated. Okay, it's, it's lost some value today. It was flopping around. I didn't get to see where it was lately, but we'll check it really quick shortly here. But the hegemony of the dollars flopping. The BRICS nations are dropping the dollar. The Chinese are going to be able to buy the Petro in dollars from the, from, you know, from the, from uh, OPEC. Okay. So the dollar's hegemony of being the reserve currency is ending. So they're getting with the central banks that doesn't hurt them. So they're raising inflation, making it so all the small banks are, are suffering and flailing. No deals are going on No, for the small banks and the mid-sized banks. And the middle class, we are going to die, like I alluded to with Indiana Jones. And it's all, you know, that's all the SVB thing was. Of course, he was running around looking at the assets to eat and, and, you know, and keeping, you know, getting rid of the toxic and keeping the good commodities and assets of these banks and consolidating them. Okay, and they're saying, oh, we only have $37 million. You need to hurry up and pass the debt ceiling so we can borrow more money from ourselves and charge the taxpayer with the unlimited amounts of money that they just passed. Unlimited amounts of money while we're in an inflation crisis. You don't have to be a, a genius, ladies and gentlemen, to figure out that that's, that, that's, that's going to be inflationary as hell. Oh, oh I'm going to pass out. I swear, I, I just, my blood pressure's through the ceiling. It was hot today, so I feel kind of weird. But um, with that being said, we are going to get into the CBDC, the dreaded CBDC. Where's the video for that? We have to play the video. I got to get into the habit of doing this, so I'm a little bit more professional for you, ladies and gentlemen. I guess I lost it. Is it gone forever? It can't be. I think I did. It looks like it's been, oh. There it is. So check it out. We're going to get into some CBD. Yes, get ready to eat bugs and have yourself chained. 
Anyways, CBDC really quick. I know everyone is sick of hearing about this, but keep it in your mind. We need to keep focused like a laser beam. Stay vigilant. Keep the eye of your tiger. Have that tiger on it. The eye of the tiger will stay on it for you and give you bursts of what's going on because I am constantly keeping my eyeballs on this stuff. All right. I mean, cutting edge. I will stay. I promise to stay cutting edge weekly on this stuff for you day to day. And if something crazy happens, I will let you know. But this is where we're at. And don't let this Fed now thing. It's a wholesale deal. Kind of like I'm telling you, I hear about it all the time, but it's it's not CBDC is not starting in July. That is not true. Okay. And, and, you know, if you have questions, you can, you can let me know, DM me on, on Twitter at, I'm at angry tiger on twitter.com angry tigers den, uh, you know, on Twitter. So at angry tigers, den, you can go, I'm going to put some tags up here soon on my, on my backdrop and, and, and you can DM me any kind of questions you want. I'm open to that. Yeah. Uh, incense tiger at gmail.com. I believe it is incense tiger 78. Let me see. I got some banners. I think I'm going to put them up. Let me see here. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm happy to answer any questions because if I say so, I don't want you guys confused. I don't want you guys, you know, any of that stuff. I want you to guys um, to be, uh, you know, sharp about this stuff and keep it, keep it real. That's not it. That's not it. Let me see. No. Well, I'm not going to waste time doing that. Anyway, so CBDC. Good news about CBDC. Where did it go? Did I lose it? I must have lost it. I've lost it. So good news about CBDC, bad news, 80% of central banks are investigating CBDC. So like I told you guys, it's coming. There's just, there's no, there's no losing it. It's coming. There's no hiding from it. It's definitely going to come. We can't, you know, avoid it. I know everyone's sick of hearing it, but we have to definitely be cognizant of it and be prepared for it, you know, because when that happens, it's over. We're slaves. You know, they're going to be able to do anything they want. It's definitely. That's exactly what it is. So there's that. Now, I can't find the article I pulled up on good news on the CBDC. All right. It is coming. The world is moving toward it. 80% of central banks. So all the ones that matter. But Kenya said they're not interested in checking it out. They're not. Is that it? Is that it? Boom. CBDC may not be compelling priority, says Kenya Central Bank. And the Central Bank of Kenya received comments on discussion paper on the potential issuance of a digital shilling, which, which is what they call their currency, and hasn't reached a definitive conclusion. In a June 2nd announcement, Kenya Central Bank said it received more than 100 comments from members of the public and the public, commercial banks, tech firms, and other participants across nine countries regarding the issuance of CBDC. The responses varied from highlighting potential benefits and risks. But, but the Central Bank of Kenya said it would continue to monitor developments and take a measured approach to consider assessing the rollout of a digital shilling in the future. Inclination of CBDC in Kenya may not be a compelling priority in the short to medium term, said the Central Bank. Significantly, Kenya's pain points, I don't know what that means, pain points and payment could potentially continue to be addressed by other innovative innovative solutions around the existing ecosystem. And I'm surprised because I'm sure the IMF has their throat or at least their fingers somewhere on Kenya's throat because they like to uh, enslave the third world or these smaller countries without central banks. Really quick, Ireland's mooted cow massacre is a warning to net zero Britain. The collateral damage of net zero is now getting uncomfortably close to home. First, Dutch farmers were threatened with the compulsory purchases to satisfy EU emissions targets. 
fomenting a new revolt in the process. Now it's Ireland's turn, where the government is reportedly looking at plans to call 200,000 dairy cows. Listen, this is our food. This is our food. 200,000 dairy cows to meet its climate targets because they produce CO2 when they fart and when they breathe. You know what produces the most CO2? This is population, depopulation. You do, ladies and gentlemen, human beings, other than natural things like volcanoes and all that kind of stuff. But human beings produce the most CO2. Remember that when they talk about net zero, zero breath. They're going to tax your breath. They started in New York. They already do it in Europe. Anyways, they're going to kill 200,000 dairy cows to meet climate regulations. The scheme would be a bit like voluntary redundancy. You like the words they use? It's just voluntary redundancy. Doesn't that sound intellectual and smart? We're the smart ones. You people who question things, you're ignorant. You don't follow the science. Look, look at the science. Look at the vaccine that doesn't work. But it's a vaccine. Oh, I'm kicked off YouTube. Going to have to delete this episode. You know what? I'm, I'm not even wasting my time going back. If they want to kick me off, kick me off. I don't care. I think I have two more strikes. So, Anyways, British beef and dairy farmers are now very jittery. I would be too. I think the citizens should be too. It seems increasingly clear that there is an eco-modernist eco agenda. <laughs> an eco-modernist bullshit word, stupid word, pretty flowery word, modernist agenda to do away with conventional meat altogether. <laughs> It's, oh, I'm seeing double. I'm, am I going to have a medical emergency? I'm getting mad and I'm like, without screaming and yelling and, and, and going crazy, it, you know, it's hard to like harness it. It's not just the Extinction Rebellion mob. Do you hear that? We, we're rebelling against our own extinction. How dare you rebel against your own extinction? What is wrong with you people? What is wrong with my viewers and the listeners and all the people who want to rebel against their own extinction? What in the Sam Hill? You know, don't you want to be extinct? What's wrong with you? I don't understand. What do we got here in the chat? I need to take a, a quick break away from this, and we're all over the place. Yes, this isn't good. Anyways, they're chatting, and I love it. So they want to kill cows. That's just what they're trying to float right now. I hope the people in uh, the EU don't fall, or uh, in Britain don't fall for it, or England, they don't fall for it. Please don't fall for that. That's not good. Because what happens in Europe ends up happening here. Now, let's get into something else. What do we got here? Oh, I just wanted to let you know. Um, in McDonald's, in where is this? Switzerland? Just really quick. Okay, we're going to go through this. This is ridiculous. Okay. The audience confirmed her experience. Okay, I'm just going to read you the important part. I'm still traumatized for paying $40 for a Big Mac meal. And we would be too. Viewer at Demi said, my partner and I ordered Uber Eats. Two Zinger boxes from KFC cost us $90 Australian, USD $59. This is in Switzerland. Beautiful place, but extremely expensive. It sure is. Viewer at whatever comment, my small fried rice at a takeout spot was $25. It was a cup and a half of rice. That's a ton of money for rice. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, that's a ton of money for rice. So basically in Switzerland, fast food, if you get it through Uber Eats, is ridiculous. So that just, uh, just want to let you know what's going on. And look out. Look out. You thought spy balloons were going to be a problem. Oh, no. China, they are powerful. They have a new plan. China is digging a big freaking hole, 33,000 feet, which works out to around six miles, ladies and gentlemen, into Earth. 
They're going into the center of the earth to find the Enochs. And the Enochs, you know, they, they communicate with the Okoyokogas on planet Pop-Tart, which is the fake moon. We found the fake moon. We're going to get to it. Okay. It's the fake moon. And those people, they are half lizard and they are half smurf. Okay. And they come from, remember, the planet Pop-Tart. And I can't forget about planet Pop-Toid because Chris Graves let me know about planet Pop-Toid. Okay, and they're trying to run the world. They drink babies' blood. They're inverts. All right, I wanted to let you know. They're half lizard and half smurf, just to let you know. Oh, yes, and part goat from Saturn. There's a species of goat, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, they're the ones who started the species on Mars, by the way, that they come from Saturn. I want to let you know. And they fly, and they have golden wings, and they have horns that spray out laser beams, okay? And when the laser beams hit everything, you turn into... A Masonic Jesuit Luciferian Scientologist. Let me think. What else? What are you? What else could you be? Oh, I, I don't know. You could go. Oh, Zionist. I can't forget. Zionist. Okay. you. T it turns everybody's mind into that. And that's what you are anyway. I'm just messing around, ladies and gentlemen. But China is digging a hole. So look out. You thought spy balloons were bad. Remember, dig a hole to China. Now you're going to dig a hole to China. No, China is digging a hole to you, my friend. That's what they're doing right now. But for some reason, they're going to the center of the earth and they claim it's for mineral research, but 33,000 feet down. I, I wonder, again, like when they tested the hydrogen bomb, there is a 50% chance that they could just totally eliminate the atmosphere, no big deal, and wipe out the whole planet. Seriously, seriously, in the 50s when they were doing, the, they wanted to test, I think it was the hydrogen or nitrogen bomb in the atmosphere. They didn't know. Right now, you know, they have that collider thing. They're creating small, tiny black holes. No big deal. Just a black hole. What if it turns big? And, do you know what a black hole does? I do. And again, it's in the Encyclopedia Britannica. Black holes are bad. Probably not a good idea to create one on Earth, right? You know, just, just saying. Just saying. Okay, same with the nuclear thing, all right? All right? But here's another thing. I wonder if digging a hole that deep in the Earth through the Earth's crust going through the mana. I mean, you're going through all kinds of stuff. I mean, aren't you going to hit like the core? Isn't that lava or something? What are, what are we doing? What are you looking for, China? What is down there? I want to know. Are you looking for the Akabakakanakawakas or, you know, or what are you looking for? You know, I, I don't understand it. I really don't. So, but, but anyway, so I just found this article absolutely fascinating that they're digging a hole and they claim it's for mineral research and all that. And, but, you know, again, they're digging a hole, and that's a deep hole. But that's pretty hilarious, you know, China digging a hole to America or <laughs> I, I, I can't believe that nobody's picked up on that one and get the puns. But this, I found this to be amazing. So the elite, the science, follow the science. I, I follow science and you're an ignorant fool. And if you don't follow the science and you don't listen to the elite, the intelligentsia and the medical community, I wear a white coat. Worship me. I will. Oh, Harlan Stonewall. What's going on, brother? I see Harlan has entered the chat. He usually has awesome things to say as well. Everybody. Oh, he has to watch later. He's a busy man. Everybody is uh, in that chat is super smart. And um, I definitely, definitely am grateful for my viewers and my listeners and, and everybody, in, you know, around me, actually, to be honest with you. So back to what I was saying. Um, yes. The elite, the intelligentsia, the people who look into the stars, the people who've gone to Harvard, the people who are smarter than you, the central thinkers, the people that you should listen to without question. And if you do, you are infidel to science. 
they have discovered with all their technology, all of a sudden, when did they discover this? I think it was a couple of days ago. A fake moon, you got this, has been following Earth around the sun since 100 BC. And astronomers just noticed the elite. They just noticed this. Can you believe it, ladies and gentlemen? We are following morons. The blind leading the blind in, with, that we are following total moronic fools. We should have absolutely no faith in the scientific community. I mean, I, I, that's not right to say, but our faith, we should be skeptical to say the least. I'm just, I'm just saying. So an, an asteroid has been trailing Earth around the sun since 100 BC, astronomers estimate. The space rock at first appears to be another moon, but it's actually orbiting the sun and not the Earth. That makes this asteroid a quasi-moon or a fake moon. An asteroid has been following Earth around the sun for the last two millennia, and astronomers just noticed that scientists first discovered this space rock called 2023 FW13 in March using the Pan Stars Observatory in Hawaii. I don't know if I if I somebody reported this. This is the first I've seen, and it's extremely uh, extremely entertaining to me. Okay, so anyways, at first glance, the asteroid seemed to be orbiting our planet, which would make it another moon. But it's tail, this tailgating actually, asteroid is actually orbiting the sun. The Space News website, Sky and Telescope, reported it just happens to be traveling at roughly the same path and pace as our planet. Earth plays, essenti plays essentially no role in its motion. Alan Harris, a scientist in the near-Earth objects at the Space Institute, told Sky and Telescope. It is in no way associated with Earth other than by chance. So, interesting, ladies and gentlemen, in a world where we have a fake moon, they just discovered that. That is that's interesting. Very interesting. But that brings us really quick. We're going to check the markets because that, that's what we do here. On the, the snake and uh, the tiger and the snake financial report, we got, I'm going to say hello, post up my peoples. L.A. Bruins, that's Uncle Vince, author uh, and constitutional historian. Uh, I am honored that he would uh, view my show. His brain is bigger than a 386, well, what's a 316 Mopar? Yep, his brain's bigger than a 316 Mopar. He's going to get the reference, and most gearheads will. Anyways, uh, thanks for watching, Vince. I really appreciate that. Chris Graves. Look at this. I'm just going to put, oh, Pasta Vazul. Listen, Pasta Vazul. What are you talking about, Vince? There it is. Pasta Vazul is a peasant dish. Yes, that is beans and um, pasta and tomato sauce. And that is a poor peasant's dish. I ate plenty of it growing up. Chris Graves, the Mastodon researchers in the house. Thank you, brother. And Rhonda Tate. Hello, Rhonda. Thanks for being in the house. But the market, really quick. Where do we close at? Here we go. Dow Jones up 700 points, NASDAQ up 105, S&P 61, and volatility index down 6.71%. Ladies and gentlemen, dollar down half a percent, climbed up from yesterday. Apple tech stocks up a little bit, half a percent. What do we got? Netflix, Netflix is down. Netflix, I'm going to get into one day, but not today. It's not the day for me to get into Netflix. I don't think that the governor would like it very much. So I'm going to have to prepare myself to get into the Netflix governor. So, U.S. oil. The oil booby trap is starting to spring. Watch. It's up two and a half, or almost 2.5%. Gold down took a hit, okay, because the dollar rallies a little bit. Gold's down manipulated, measured, 
in fiat US dollars, by the way. Silver down, took a little bit of a hit down to 23. So gold at 194. Nothing massive, but uh, you know, 30 basis points is kind of a lot. Percent and a half is is you know a lot. Silver uh down, you know, a bit too. So Bitcoin crypto, been watching the crypto, not a lot of action. It's been up and down, but kind of for for crypto has been stable lately. Hold. That's what I do with my crypto. That is not advice, but hold. Where is the 10-year yield? Down another 2.7%. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, that the 10-year yield I wanted to speak on, and I waited till we got here because I wanted to be able to show you what I was talking about. I'm going to end this really quick. I am so sorry this has taken so long, but there was a lot of financial news this week. So the 10-year yield dropped. Where is it here? Party on Wall Street. We went over that. That's because the money's being injected from the debt ceiling, you know, when they pass uh, these omnibus bills or unlimited spending, like I just showed you, that, you know, of course the stock market's going to react because the money's going to go in there. The, the Federal Reserve is buying the debt. Okay. They're buying the bonds at an astronomical rate. So the 10 year um, the yield curve has come down dramatically. And this is where it's come down. So we go right here. Is there a way I can show you um, one day, about one month in the U.S. 10? So this is where we were up. We were high. Okay. This is the 24th of May. All right. We dropped 22 basis points in two weeks. That's tremendous. Do you understand how much money it takes to make the 10-year, how much debt needs to be bought to make the 10-year yield drop? 22 basis points in two weeks that's money that nobody voted on that's not that's not in a uh you know any debt bill it's nothing that's money that's been created to purchase debt to prop up the unreal the fake stock market so fake money was created okay and that's inflationary and it's a tax that's hidden on you and i okay and that that basically it's destroying our economy. It is part of the plan. They will consolidate. And when this this currency is, and the people have suffered, the suffering that's going to happen when they crush this currency from they keep to, to keep the stock market going and to keep the consolidation going. As all this happens, why are they building the stock? Why do they keep it going, Frank? Why don't they end it now? Because they're consolidating the commodities. They're pulling them into themselves. That's what they're doing. Okay, that's why they keep adding to the fire. That's why they're not going to tell you about all the money they had to print to buy all this debt, these 10 year yield bonds. Okay, but you can see in, in two weeks, boom, it dropped 22 basis points, went up a little bit, but not much. Okay, today. So 20 basis points, if you want to make up for the two basis points, it dropped. So that's what they do. They manipulate the market. They buy the market. They buy the debt. They have a, a desk on the New York Stock Exchange, the central bank. How can you sit here and not think that it's rigged? A totally rigged market, 100%. Okay? And they are going to crash the currency, turn it into digital. And that's part of their plan. And guess what? They still win. So get yourselves a hard commodity, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. If you have money in the market, not, if I had a bunch of money in the market, I would buy land. I would get into like oil, stuff like that. Hard commodities, stuff that it's really yours, not paper gold, not paper shit. Pardon my friend. Hard commodities. If I had the money, not financial advice, by the way, but 
Two things, prepare yourself. Get to know your gold and silver guy. If you're going to buy silver online, go to davidknight.gold. Hit join Wolfpack. That's a monthly buying program. Either way, go to davidknight.gold. Check out Wise Wolf through davidknight.gold. And that's the way to buy online. And the cheapest way to buy online, they make sure that their price is, is extremely competitive. There might be people that are equal with them, but those that they, they're the bottom, bottom pricing, they will get you the best price online. But get to know your local gold and silver guy. Okay, because you're not always going to be able to buy stuff online, ladies and gentlemen. That's for sure. Okay, but with that being said, do not give up hope. Believe in yourself. Okay, take a look in yourself. If there are things you need to fix, don't shy away from them. You know, forgive yourself for the things you are angry at yourself for. Take care of yourself. Okay, if you do that, you can take care of those around you. If you improve yourself and work on yourself and make your treasures that relationship with somebody, that pride in your relationship with somebody, okay? In yourself, feed your spirit, do good things, stand on your principles, revolve your life, act and live in a way the best that you can. And don't be hard on yourself because you have to go to Target or you might have to run into a Walmart. I hate all of that. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But if you try to live, if you try to live by and you mostly live by your principles, you'll feel good. It'll change your life. You will be so much freer if you do that and you get away from that web that's entrenched in, in, in everything. We can't get 100% away from it. So you do things that'll make your spirit feel good and you, you invest your time in improving yourself and in your relationships with your loved ones. Realize those are your treasures. Listening to those birds in the morning. You know, smelling that sweet smell of some kind of wildflower in the air, you know, listening to your grandson, you know, cry or laugh or whatever. And life, listen to life, listen to your significant other talk to you, you know, just the subtle things in life that you'll that that the love that you can have, the treasures that 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 you have that are there, realize what they are, okay, and cherish them. Most important, most important. But most importantly, we talk about commodities. Ladies and gentlemen, time is your most valuable commodity. Try not to waste it. Cherish it. Spend it. Doing something you love. With someone you love. Improving yourself. Preferably all three of those things. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. And until we meet again. Behold the venom produced by the head of the snake. Gaze upon the fruits of its propagation of the global war machine, commiserating its empire of destruction and misery as it slithers throughout the globe, bringing megadeth and agony to all. Beware the head of the snake. Stay vigilant, my friends.